From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today on the show is a big open topic. We're talking about your home improvement questions and looking for your life hacks. These are the DIY inventions or strategies that you, you know, you get things done quicker, more efficient. For example, you can use a mounted or a, a, a mounted pool noodle to protect your car door from slamming against the garage wall. That's kind of what we're looking for. Or place some Velcro on your uh, remote control. Make sure you don't lose it anymore. Share your comments or experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today on uh, this open topic shop, we are talking, uh, taking your uh, home improvement questions and looking for your life hacks. Uh, these are the DIY inventions or strategies you get to uh, do things to get things done quicker, more efficient. For example, you can use a mounted pool noodle. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. This thing's kind of cheap in the in the kids' toy department. Well, uh, you can mount that to the side of your wall in your garage, and if you're the type of person that uh, opens that door real wide, mm-hmm. it'll hit the pool noodle instead of you needing to replace sheetrock and repaint yes. your car. Yes. So great, great idea there. We're looking for your life hacks this morning, as well as your general home improvement questions. What do you have going on? What are you working on? We are in the presence of two contractors here that will uh, cost you money to pull up in your driveway, but you got them for free right now. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. A uh, convenient way to do this right now is fixit101 at mpbonline.org. That's the email. Give that a shot. How are you fellas doing this morning? All right. I'm blessed. I'm glad to be here. There you go. So uh, what are you working on, Jeff? Oh, we uh, well, <laughs> actually, I've been out of town a few days. So, you were working uh, on fishing, weren't you? I was working on fishing. <laughs> and uh, Fishing went, went great. And, wow. Uh, so uh, hopefully we well, are, we all need a way to make a living, Jeff. Ho- Thank, hopefully, for showing us the way to go. <laughs> hopefully, we're repairing something or building something. Right, good for you. <laughs> How about you, Dale? Well, uh, much needed to go fishing, but I've been uh, working on a eighteen um, unit um, apartments. We got a big complex. We are renovating and, and putting roofs on um, a lot of buildings. So we got uh, a little you. busy there. Good for you. Still, a little kitchen and bathroom remodels coming in still. Yeah. That kind of inside work is me coming in more often now that uh, the cool weather has finally, finally started to enter the state. Um, so I guess you guys will be seeing more interior work as the, uh, oh, as, yes. the, as the season goes on. It's really weird because, you know, Halloween was done yesterday. Oh yes, and and so now I see. I'm I'm sure when I get home today, I'm going to see all the parents out in the yard taking down all the Halloween decorations. You know what I'm saying? And putting yes. up the next ones. And putting up the next ones. And uh, hopefully that'll be Thanksgiving and not Christmas just yet. 
So we'll see. Anyway, well, so we were talking about these life hacks and uh, some of the stuff that you can do, and and some of the stuff is kind of common sense, and some of it, uh, if you've never heard before, is really neat. Now, think about this: if you're looking for a stud in the wall, okay, mm-hmm. meaning a piece of wood in the wall that you can nail, say a heavy picture to, or something of that nature, something. So, if you're looking for that, one way that you might not think about now when sheetrock the stuff that basically makes up your walls is put on the walls they use either nails or screws to put sheetrock in Mm -hmm. uh these are typically steel and magnetic Mm -hmm. so what that means is if you take a good magnet you can run it along your wall and you can eventually come across a piece of steel in your wall that's typically going to be a screw holding in the sheetrock which means you're right on a stud true Mm-hmm. So, so that uh, just a regular magnet can be a stud finder. So, you know, and uh, and now I'll say this: the tool companies have known this for years, and they sell stud finders that are neat looking magnets. That's right. So, yeah, that's right. Anyway. Inexpensive, sorry. right? All right. Well, I know both of you guys do roofs, so uh, we've got a roof guy on the phone. Uh, Joey's on the line in Tremont, and he's uh, got a roofing question. Are you with us, Joey? I am. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm having a metal roof put on my house, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been told two different camps. Don't put the strips or what you call them, laths. Okay, yeah, the, the one by fours. That's right. Don't put them on there because it'll make it sweat. The other say it'll hold heat in and cold weather. Ah, uh, okay. So that, what? Well, hold it in <clears throat> hot weather. Let me explain to everybody what you're talking about, Joey. When you put a uh, a metal roof on a home, and uh, I think you're speaking about, are you talking about over shingles or stripping yes. it? Yes. Okay. okay, so basically a one-by-four piece of wood that is nailed to the shingles, and then the roof is nailed to those pieces of wood. Right. Correct? Okay. Yeah. Just to let everybody know. So you're saying there, some are telling you that it can... Uh, Increase the uh, the the, I guess uh, insulation for the home, or it could uh, help you marginally. Right. So so um, what do you guys think, pros? This is an argument that could go on uh, and on because um, different manufacturers are specified that you should take the the old shingles off and put down a moisture barrier or underlayer. Uh, mat form or something, or some say you can go um, right over it with the uh, the shellacs. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's basically down to the science. You, you can do a little more research, but if you were to do that roof today, Dell, what would you do? I always suggest um, you know the harder route. You know, taking the shingles off and putting down a good underlayer it could be any damaged decking under there. And make sure you got a good surface to start with and a moisture barrier like that. You know, the uh, old peeling stick. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, and 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 do it that way. But how about you, Jeff? Some want to cut a corner. Yeah, I would. I would strip it. I would strip it with the uh, with the one by fours. If I if I was uh, going over my existing mm-hmm. asphalt shingles, for warranty purposes too. You address uh, what I've been told, and have not about it calling it a sweat. I don't. Don't see how that's out. You got circulation on it. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, and I, I and I don't count out, and I will say, Joey, here in the South, I don't count out anything not to sweat. <laughs> you wouldn't want us sweating because that would uh, definitely um, rust out those um, strews and things and cause uh, leaking in the future. 
So, That's a good point. I don't think about that. I would follow right, main factor um, procedures, you know, so my warranty would be good. Yeah, yeah. Actually, do do read up on that warranty to make sure that your installation uh, warrants it getting a warranty. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, thanks, Joey. Appreciate it. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Talking about those neat little life hacks, I mentioned the very first show that we had, Dell. I'm talking about the very first mm-hmm. uh, Fix It 101 show. I mentioned a life hack that, that uh, so many people have asked me about since then. And I learned it from this old guy who used to carry around this metal box, uh, toolbox. And the toothpicks? The toothpicks. Mm-hmm. And and you say, why would you have toothpicks in your toolbox? At the lunch. Yeah, we, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and it, it, it's probably not far from where that came from. However, here's the deal. If you find a, uh, like, say, something is hanging on a screw somewhere, and that screw is loose, and you keep turning that screw, and it just turns and turns and turns and turns. It's it's a, There's no, it's not biting anything anymore. There's it's nothing not, to mm-hmm. grab onto. Right. So uh, what one does is that you can take uh, either toothpicks, and mm-hmm. someone else mentioned to me that other people use golf tees, old golf tees. Yes. Which you just kind of shove into the hole that is too loose, mm-hmm. and then put your screw back in there. What you've done is kind of filled the gap. Now, that yep. is not... The best way to do something, obviously, you want to replace or move the screw to a different place or whatever. However, if you just need to 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 make sure that screw goes back into that hole, you can break off a couple of toothpicks in there, which is adding wood to it. And it works. It does you know, work. A, a, a perfect application for that would be um, um, <clears throat> the hinge hole for your for the, your the for hinge your, hole for, your for your door, the door hinges. You know, it's a you, great place. You to really use can't that. move those. Right, so, and, and Dell and I were talking about going into the show that those screws that go in there are so tiny. I don't know why they're supposed to hold up all that weight, but they're sure. so tiny. And um, and but you will strip out those holes every sure. once in a while. You put about uh, two, three of the sharp side of the toothpick into the hole. Yep. Uh, and it'll kind of fill it up. You break them off and just put the screw right in there. W- wouldn't wouldn't hurt if you want to take it a step further. Put a little wood glue in there. Right. Right. And uh, then shove it. Shove the wood in there, and uh, you're 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 back just like new again. Right. Those are perfect for uh, kitchen cabinets. Once the, the doors have you know riveted out a little bit, you and can, the handles have gotten a little loose. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I've used that uh, technique uh, a lot of times. There you go. Number to call right here. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. It's a life hack kind of day. Your ideas, what you do, how you how you get along. Also, whatever project you're working on, the contractors are here ready to answer your questions. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And we'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today, we're looking for the best life, life hacks this morning, the things that make life a little bit easier uh, that you don't even know that you could do. Also, if you have any other projects going on DIY, we're going to try to answer those for you. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Looking at a couple of hacks that uh, Java hooked me up with this morning. This is fantastic. Okay, you ready? Take a picture. Jeff, you're going to love this one. Take a picture of your friends holding the item that you lent to them. Ah, yes. Yes. Last time you're going to see it. So (laughs) you'll remember down the road that this friend has this tool. Yes. That's a fantastic thing to do. (laughs) You know what what comes to mind when you tell me that? What? I had a brand new pole saw. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't have it anymore. Right, right. Yeah. Brand new. Do you still have the friend? have it. Well, yeah, he tells me he's still my friend, but there's no pulse There's no pulse off. No. <laughs> I don't understand it. The number to call is 877-MPB-RING. All right, let's go to the phones. Anthony is on the line in Starkville, and, and uh, you've got a general DIY question there, Anthony? Uh, yes, sir. I was just just curious. Uh, when it comes to the walls in your house, uh, you know we have paneling and sheetrock. I was just wondering, is there anything else that – we use these days besides paneling and uh, drywall. The reason sure. I'm asking is, you the, know, just because in a room that I have where I burn wood, and sometimes it gets smoked up a lot of times, and I'll just repaint. Right. I just wonder, was there another surface that you hang where you could just maybe wipe it? Well, there is a wipeable surface, but you said the ultimate word there, which was these days, um, <laughs> meaning there used to be the perfect wall for you. Uh, but there's only like three guys in the country that can do it anymore. And that's a, uh, that's a, uh, Dell, you used to work with these walls every once in a while. What's that plaster? Uh, yep. <clears throat> a plaster yeah, wall, man. You put a nail in technique. it. Yeah. But, but it is, it is a artisan technique plastering. Yes, so. it is. Or you can go a uh, commercial, you know, the, uh, amunting walls or the, um, the stainless steel, you know, uh, the plastic. You know, there, yeah, there's a FRP board that that is. Um, what is FRP board? Mean? Uh, FRP. You you will see that in commercial kitchens. It's a uh, oh. it's a hard plastic, um, very very nice washable wall. Wow. Uh, you you'll see it in walk in coolers. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not extremely expensive. Very easy to install. Can it go in over the sheetrock? Yo, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you've got that. Uh, you could always put up um, one by six on a um, lay it on a horizontal pattern. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a washable, nice washable. Oh yeah, that's wall. a good point. That's a good point. Uh, we call it shiplap. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, brick. Oh, oh, shiplap inside looks so. Oh, cool. it looks so. Good. Oh, it looks so good. So. All right, uh, Anthony. I hope that uh, helps with your question. <clears throat> Sheila I, is on. Yeah, go ahead. Did you say something, Anthony? No, no, I was just saying thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Have a great day. Sheila's on the line in uh, Biloxi. And uh, an opinion to stop a leak. Are you with us, Sheila? I am. The, uh, I bought a uh, one of those ductless, kind of expensive heating and cooling systems mm-hmm. for my house. And 
it never did work right. Right. It kept losing gas. And the people I bought it from told me, oh, your house is just not insulated right, or you need heavier curtains. And and it it went on until I was out of warranty. Mm-hmm. And then I called him again, and the fellow said, oh, we dropped the ball on this. This is a mistake. But then they wouldn't fix it. They said, oh, it was put in too tight against the wall. We don't have room to get in there. And um, and then they said, oh, we're going to put this goop in there to stop any leaks. Uh-huh. And now they've done that. And I'm starting to wonder, like in a year or so, when that goop isn't working, is my machine damaged? Uh-huh. What am I going to do? This is now, my... Th- I don't know. Did I get a lawyer? Well, uh, my first thought is that goop that they put in there is probably um, expansion foam, I would assume. Jeff, Dell. Well, I, I'm confused. Uh, are you talking that your it's called a mini split? Are you saying that it's out of the uh, refrigerant, out of the Freon? Whatever uh, that gas is, it starts with an R. Okay, that, that's that's the the refrigerant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's it would be possible to have a leak in your refrigerant line, and um, of course, putting a stop leak is not ideal. No, but um, if you could find the leak, would be the ideal thing. Have them put some dye in it, find the leak, fix the leak. Well, let me ask: so, did did you install this you yourself? Know? Oh no. No, I paid $11,000 for the system. All right. No, no, no. no. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. There you go. You just answered your question. Yeah. Um, they If they installed this thing and it is installed improperly and leaking Freon or refrigerant, yeah. that is their deal yeah. that they've got to deal with. That is absolutely uh, their problem. Now, May I there, there's more than one company that handles warranty for... Air conditioning companies. Uh, I mean, air conditioner manufacturers. Right. So, uh, is it a Mitsubishi? What what what, what kind of mini split is it? It's a Mitsubishi Mr. Okay. Slim. Perfect. They, they have already put the dye in it. They have checked everywhere, but one of the air handler heads, they say, was installed so tight that they don't have room to pull it off the wall and find that must be where the leak Fine. is. They've checked call, everything else. Call call the manufacturer. Find out who's, who um, um, handles their warranty work in your area and call the other company. Don't even mention anything about the other company. Call, call the one that did not install it, but they do their warranty work. Right. Okay, but it's out of warranty. But I have proof that the thing threw out all its gas twice when it was in warranty. And the, the company that put it in would come out, and they'd tell me a bunch of bull. And then when I called them and they had to put more gas in, they charged me $300. Well, maybe maybe it's time for your attorney to talk to them in a different language than, than what you're using. Yeah, I think I think you might have hit that point, Sheila. I mean, yeah. if, if, if one installs something and whatever product it is doesn't work... It, 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 that's not even a question. You know, I mean, something's got to be done about that. And obviously, you paid very good money to have it work right. So, yeah, that's where you want to go there. Wow. 
Man, yeah. I hate that for her. Okay, got an email here. Um, here we go. Gentlemen, I need advice about removing stains from a brick wall. The stains appear to have been caused by two shutters, probably vinyl, that are on both sides of a window over the garage on an east-facing wall. It looks uh, like color leached out of the vinyl or possibly paint that was used on the shutters. Mm. Uh, I've read that pressure washing may not be the best choice for this since it could damage the finish of That's the brick. Right. sure can. The house in question was built in 98. Any suggestions as to the method and products will be greatly appreciated. We talked about a product a little while back, Dell, uh, that was just a general house wash type thing. And mm-hmm. and there's very few things that are going to substitute for like a house wash and a brush. Yeah, um, yeah you're gonna need that brush and elbow grease. Yeah, I, I think I would try that first, and then if if that didn't get the result I wanted, I I would try some diluted muratic acid. Uh, be careful with that; it will will that strip the finish. It, it it could. It really needs to be diluted. It can. Um, it can burn you. It can burn the brick. It can burn concrete. Um, be extremely you, careful with it. You wind up cleaning the whole uh, everything. Then, well, know, uh, one, one thing even look. One thing that uh, <clears throat> uh, this gentleman says, Darwin, is um, this is on a second floor window over the garage. Uh, wow. So so if if it takes more than a scrub brush and some house cleaner, you might want to look at a pro because now you're talking about you on a ladder. Over the garage. Yeah, with some solution. Yeah, yeah. So it, it gets a little tricky. And he might could try a little thinner or some goof off. It just depends on how bad the paint is on there. You know, yeah. a little brush and, you know, dab yeah, it. it. It would be nice to find out what's on it. Yes. Uh, if it's a petroleum product, it's going to take a petroleum product to get it off. Right. Um, so be, be nice to know exactly what was on it. Right. All right. Let's, uh, let's keep moving. And we've got a Jerry... In Ocean Springs. We're not exactly sure what's going on there. Hey, Jerry, you with us? Yes, I'm here. All right, so what's going on, man? I have a very large mirror that the uh, builder put in the house before we bought it. It's attached to the wall with uh, some kind of construction that he's Yep. I want to remodel. <clears throat> yep. I need you to take that mirror down. Mm. Okay. Any suggestions? Yep. Pry bar. <laughs> <laughs> take well, a... Uh, break it and... Yeah, you might you you might break it, but we we cut that adhesive off with um, a piano string. Uh, get you a long piano string, put two pieces of wood on each end of it, and uh, work it back and forth, and it will cut between the sheetrock and the and the backside of the mirror. Dude, that is brilliant, and it comes right off. Now you know, be careful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's large enough to take two people. Yeah, yeah. To actually, carry it and hold it and all that. So. That's a great idea, man. It, it works. Uh, just you know, it's glass, so just there's just, no guarantee you know, on this. One. Have gloves. Have long sleeve, uh, heavy Is shirt that, on. So to be safe, to tape the mirror. It wouldn't hurt. It would not hurt a bit. Yeah, tape it some okay. cardboard on the front or something. So, yeah. All right, be careful. Thanks, Jerry. Take out this section of wall, you know, give it a little <clears throat> backbone. There you go. <laughs> Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Talking about those uh, DIY fixes today and some life hacks. I love it. It's, it's fun. Listen, uh, Dell and I were reading some of these before. One of them says, at the job site, if you're 
pants keep falling down, use a zip tie. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, Dale says you're fired. Just you get better pants. Okay. Eric's on the line in uh, Liberty with a termite question. You with us, Eric? Yes, sir. So what's going on? Uh, I'm considering purchasing a house, and I was wondering whether uh, it would be best to hire my own termite inspector as opposed to just going through, like, the bank with the house, or with the inspector that they provide. Well, no, you, yeah. no, Eric, you're fine with the, with the understand, bank. if you're using a bank, in other words, if someone else is financing that, they don't want termites any more than you do. So that inspector will absolutely, if sure. there's evidence, uh, mention it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a no, that's a big deal good. because it's a protection of investment is what a termite bond and inspection is. Yeah, and he's got the sign on it. Yeah, right. That's right. So, no, I think you should right. be okay. I don't think you have anything to worry about. All right, thank you. Sure. Yes, sir. Bye bye. All right, folks. The number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We'll continue our discussion after the break. You have any life hacks that you want to share? Uh, a lot of people out there using pallets to do different things. I mean, uh, boy, if you look on Pinterest, this is the Pinterest show right here. Oh, yeah. You do Pinterest stuff all day long. <laughs> Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. Today we're looking at uh, the best life hacks this morning. And, and of course, working on anything that you've got to work on. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. One of the life hacks I figured out, unfortunately, I had to wait until I did it wrong first. If If you have never installed cabinets in your home, say you go buy cabinets and you want to put cabinets in your home, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, if you are installing them and you've never done this before, let me save you a lifetime of pain. Okay. Uh, I remember, I remember doing this and my wife held the cabinet against the wall Yes. after I had put a mark on the, on the thing and she held it up there. And so I had to have my wife reach over me right. and push this thing and hold it up against the wall while I tried to put a screw in. Sure. Wow. We're all doing it wrong if you're doing it oh, yeah. that way. Here's here's the deal. Here's the easiest way. My my old man taught me this. I'm like, how did I not know that? You take a two by four. Oh gosh, I'm so glad you're gonna say oh, yeah. that. <laughs> oh, Woody. You take a piece of wood, okay, yes. folks, and you uh, screw it to the wall. Yep. Uh, you know, you go ahead and draw out your level line and where you want to put the bottom of the cabinets and everything mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. and you put that uh, two by four right up under that line and just set them up there. Yeah. That's all you do. You just hold it with one finger. Hold it with one finger and put the screw in. There's nothing to it. And you're like, oh my God. It literally will save you hours. Oh, yes. And a lot of frustration. A lot of frustration. And hopefully. You're going to do your wall cabinets before you do your base cabinets. That's right. Right. (laughs) There's nothing worse. They're trying over. to get a screw in, and it keeps moving. The, the cabinet's moving. Oh, the screw yeah. is yeah, yeah, moving, yeah. and then you hit something like, 
Mm. Right. So if you go to put in cabinets, remember to grab $2.80 worth of two-by-four. Sure. It'll save your life. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's a wonderful thing about doing things DIY. It's that a lot of people don't know when you go to the home stores, when you go to your local hardware stores, you know, tools do cost some money. Materials mm-hmm. are not typically very expensive right. on small jobs. You know, yeah. uh, when you're just, you know, working on a door frame trim piece or something like that, you know, we're talking, we're talking five bucks worth of trim. You know, it's not really right. expensive. So if you're, if you're hanging, um, she rock overhead, um, you can make the old uh, the woody tee. You know, it helps a lot. Or, or you can um, buy one of those sheetrock lifts. But yeah, well, he's old, talking about it's a sheetrock uh, sheet lift. Remember, if you have sheetrock, that's an uh, typically if you're doing it from the beginning, it's an eight by four piece yep. of this stuff. It's quite heavy. The wood will help out, <clears> man. We we've did yeah. a lot with the uh, T wood. You know, just take old woody, slide them up under there. Boom. Mm-hmm. And, and get wow. a couple of screws in it. Those are things you learn after your back is broken. All right, number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-6272. Uh, and we've got somebody on the line. Sue is on the line in Blue Mountain. Um, what say, where's Blue Mountain, Sue? Uh, it's um, close to Ripley. Oh, Tennessee. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Is All that right. Tennessee? No, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi, yeah. Okay, so you've got an issue with outside security cameras? I don't have an issue. I just uh, I saw uh, one of the big box stores had some outside cameras on sale, and I was thinking of getting my son some for Christmas mm-hmm. and possibly being able to check his property from his iPhone. Or mm-hmm. I just I just don't know anything about them. Do y'all? And I'll hang up and listen. But you don't have to hang up. We'll just go ahead and tell you that okay. uh, it, depending on your needs. Man, those cameras have become just a really neat thing, a very versatile tool, mm-hmm. especially if you can look at it on your phone. It is unbelievable. I, I, there's a there's a guy who works here at MPB uh, that I'll, I'll go down and talk to in his office, and on his phone, he'll, he has sitting right beside him a picture of what would be basically his peephole at home, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. out the front door. Yeah. So if UPS stops by... He'll just uh, he'll just say, yeah, go ahead and drop it. I'll get it, you know. And the UPS guy can hear him from right yeah. there. I, I think as long as you have Wi-Fi, you can you can log into that camera from anywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it can be. Wow. And if you have any say critter problems, anything like that, it's it's a good way to figure it out. Two legged or four legged, right? Well, <laughs> right. And, and we he lives in the country, and mm-hmm. uh, we've had some late night issues. I think it possibly. Uh, uh, people drug deals going on. Oh, um, oh wow! Mm. Well, that that will help you. Yeah. So, well, let me ask you this: that will it notify your phone if there is movement or something? Or well, there that, are different that settings available. Yeah, that feature is yeah. available, but but you have to, you know, if you say you live in the country, that kind of thing, you know, hey, something happened. Oh, that was just a raccoon. Yeah. Or that was just a deer. You know, I know so with you, the, uh, the the camera doorbell, when someone uh, steps on the porch, it, it'll notify you that um, it's activity in that area, and you can um, see it and talk back to them. Huh. So there you go, Sue. I think it's a great idea. Okay. I, I Any th- specific type? Um, they all function. No, it. but, it, yeah, just make sure that it, it, it communicates in a modern fashion with Wi-Fi. What I needed to know. Okay. 
It's a great Christmas. Thanks gift. a lot. So yeah, it really is. And now they're selling. Uh, I sound like I'm talking about old music. Now they're selling the box sets of um, of uh, cameras. Yeah, and, four uh, in one. Yeah, you get four cameras and, right. a, and a little controller and all that other jazz. That's DVD cool. monitor and you can record up to a month's worth. Right. All right, and uh, and if you're listening on Saturdays, this is really cool because we got an email from this past Saturday show, and um, she says, "I am." Uh, uh, oh, there. Here we go. Where do I find? Here you go, guys. Where do I find a fluorescent light ballast to fit my four foot fluorescent light? The big box stores don't carry the one I need. Thanks, Kathy G. That I means got, it's time to get rid of it. <laughs> Dell's going to throw it out. We can send you to a uh, a electronic supply store if that's yeah. what you want to do. Are we to that area? What's what's a? Uh, she is in Madison. Is um, there is there an electronic? There's uh, a lighting store in Madison, but I, we used a big guy downtown, uh, Urban. Okay. If she would simply get rid of that four foot fluorescent yeah. and do a uh, an LED and do an yes. LED, it's so much better, Your cheaper, be right? Lasts longer. Uh, I mean, I can Look I can better. buy an entire fixture for what that ballast is going to cost by the time I install it and find it. Oh, yeah, yeah I can yeah. get it, but you know the problem is, you know, I'm I'll send my electrician out there. He's going to be a hundred dollars when he pulls in plus the right. plus the cost of the ballast. Mm-hmm. And um, I can get you an LED fixture for twenty five bucks. Right. So you're looking so. at two trips versus one. Right. And, and solving the problem for a long time. Wow, that's a good idea. Thank you. Very good. All right, let's uh, let's keep moving. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Okay. Now let's say we just talked about that changing from a fluorescent. To an LED, here's another email from Gus. Hi, I wanted to put LED lights in my kitchen. The instructions say that the wiring must be certified to 90 degrees or fire risk. My home was built in 1980. Can I install it, or do I need new wiring to put in LED? Well, one of the things about LED, number one, is that uh, you lose your heat element with LED. So, So actually... The heat is not an issue. Now, what about that wiring? I wouldn't think 1980 wiring would be a problem. No, no, it's no. it's going to be it's going to be copper. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think there's any issue at all. What do you think, though? Yeah, as long as you don't have the old tube wiring uh, or uh, the uh, carpet wiring there, yeah, I think you're up to coat. Okay. All right. I mean, I I can't see at this point any reason not to replace for LED. Right. At this point. As long as you got a ground in there, everything's. Uh... Well, yeah, and if it's nineteen eighty, it's grounded. Yeah. So, all right, let's go to uh, Mikey in Mobile, and you've got an idea about those hanging mirrors, Mikey. <laughs> well, I'm looking for ideas and suggestions on my ideas for sure. Thank you, guys, as usual. Um, I've got um, I, I, more than one mirror um, mm-hmm. because the uh, uh, escapees from floods, hurricanes, etc. Um, one that I would like to use over a uh, much more rebuilt um, cultured marble alcove kind of in a master bath area. Mm-hmm. This is a large mirror, and it has it's a furniture-type thing. In fact, that's what it was used for. It's maybe five and a half feet by four and a half feet, um, a Windsor-style, you know, right. Dark, dark with a backing on it. It's a good quality mirror, mm-hmm. and I would like to use it 
over that cultured marble area. Now, you've already given me a hint regarding um, mounting the, the – the, uh, making sure that the cultured marble is low, of course, right. and, and then um, mounting it with the 2 by 4 um, Should I – can I do that? It's got it's it's not so huge that it does take a couple of people, um, but it's got a wire, you know, picture hanging sort of a mm-hmm. setup on it now. Can I use that in a bathroom area? Do I need to paint the backing on it? Uh, painting the backing on it, I see why you're talking. Is the backing more of a cardboard or or a light wood of some of sort? It's it's not cardboard. Okay. Um, it's probably maybe the light. Plywood. Okay. Okay. Uh, and and that would uh, that would could become damaged in a bathroom moisture environment. So that might be right. something to look for. I see no reason why you can't hang that mirror uh, anywhere you want. But what you've got to make sure is cultured marble, um, which is a synthetic surface. Uh, I don't know. Is it is it strong, guys? Have you guys? Sure. Okay. Yeah. It, it gets brittle as it gets older. Uh-huh. Uh, and obviously, it is glued to some substrate. Right. So again, I would try to find my um, stud in the wall yeah. and mm-hmm. definitely screw into that if I could. Yeah. Using your magnet trick. Right. Right. Yeah. Using the magnet trick. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you another one here when when we hang up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got one more. Uh, you got one more. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Mikey. She's gone. All right. So what was your one more? Okay. Um, turn the lights off in the room. Uh-huh. Take a flashlight. Right. Where the batteries go, we're going to call that the butt of the flashlight. Opposite end of where the light comes out. Right. Put that on the floor. Uh-huh. Right next to the baseboard. Uh-huh. And slowly go down the wall <sighs> with the light beam shining up. Uh-huh. You will see every imperfection in that sheetrock wall. And as soon as you see a line uh-huh. running uh, vertically, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be your screw heads. Uh, that's going to show you where that stud is. Wow. That was And awesome. it works every time. Really? Oh, yeah. Every time. Man, I'm loving this. I'm learning yeah. stuff today. Turn this the light cool. off. Turn the light off. All right, number eight. Yeah, if you want to find the stud in a room, turn the light off. 877-MPB-RINGS. The number to call is 877-672-7464. We're going to take a quick break. Yes, we're talking about uh, DIY and hacks today, like uh, those life hacks that you see all the time. Some really fun stuff in here. If you want to give us a call, it's 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or... You can email fixit101 at mpbonline.org, and we'll be right back. Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and the state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're looking for the best life hacks this morning, the things that make life a little bit easier when you're doing your DIY stuff. Do you have some hints, some tricks that you want to help us out with, something that we can help others uh, get that information out there? Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. When is the last time you had a couple of contractors at your disposal who said, you can ask me anything you want free? 
So that's what you got this morning. 877-MPB-RING. Let's go to Melissa in Taylorsville. And you had a comment about the termite inspection thing that we were talking earlier? Yes. I just wanted to make a comment. I bought a house that Mm -hmm. was inspected Uh um, shortly after moving into the house. I found termites. Oh, no. Uh, Well, it was all a great deal because, because it was signed off as having been inspected free of termites. Mm-hmm. The um, company that did the inspection came out, completely treated my house for free. They were um, very, I mean, the guy gave me his um, home phone number. He was so upset about it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they made it right. Well, well, good. Th- thank Good. you, Melissa, for letting right. us know that. We were talking about that. Uh, Jeff and I were in the break and mentioned that, um, you know, when if the bank owns a home, and they, they, you know, it's in their best interest to find out if there's termites or not. That's right. Because in the long and, run, that's going to end up costing them a ton of money. Right. And you, know. and, you know, I love hearing those stories because we hear so many of the nightmare. Contractor and, stories. Yeah. yeah. And, and so this contractor came out. He made a mistake. Yes. We can all make a mistake. Right. Made a mistake, made it right. At the end of the day, everybody's happy, and the contractor did the right thing. Right. Yeah, the realtor, the the uh, exterminating company, they were all, I mean, immediately. They took care of it immediately. That's fantastic to hear, Melissa. I really appreciate that. All right, and uh, (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Timothy is on the line. Timothy, if you don't know, if you don't listen to the show, Timothy is our guy off the grid in Louisiana in, as he says, a dirt road. So you're uh, repurposing a computer printer today, huh, Timothy? Yes. Are you I, making I, any I sort of nuclear this. implement with this? <laughs> no, of course not. I'm okay. a peaceful man. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. Um, you know, there are stepper motors inside there that run the, the various aspects of the printer, right? I'm going to have to trust you on that. There are five of them Okay. in there, okay? So I took it apart because I found it discarded on the side of the road, uh-huh. Okay. And the trash people didn't pick it up. They just left it there, you know? Yeah. So I, I picked it up, took it home, took it apart, took the stepper motors out, rewired them, their DC, turned to build a couple little bridge rectifiers. And so it's put, they're putting out AC. I, I, I mean, they were putting out DC. They they're putting out uh, AC, and right. now they're putting out DC. For those so, of you who don't know, uh, AC is the one you plug in the wall. DC is the one in your car. Right. right. All right. Or in my house. Or in right. your house. Right, right. Yeah. right. Timothy, if you uh, don't know, Timothy lives off the grid completely. He is completely uh, energy efficient slash neutral. He I makes guess. power. Yes, he makes power. That's right. <clears throat> yes, that's right. And in this case, I'm turning them into little wind turbines suitable for charging cell phone or, or um, a laptop or something like that, you know? Man, Timothy, you're one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. I got a couple of printers. I could see you, man, because we just throw them this away. This is the closest thing to MacGyver. I'm go out and take a photograph of this. And I, I should have photographed the whole build. Um, but I'll take a photograph and post it to your uh, Facebook page. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. You know, I mean, good Lord. They're, 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 you know, they were throwing this thing out, you know. Right. Probably because the printer heads were clogged up or something, right, you know. Right. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, you know what I'm having trouble with is now there's no Radio Shack around here. Yeah. So I can't mm. find some of the parts that I need when I need them. Man, we've all gone through that Gosh, recently. Wasn't, wasn't Radio Shack the most 
fun store and, in the world. Well, and the crazy thing is, they help you none of us, it. none of us knew it until we left. That one adapter that we needed, that right. was the only place to get it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's been a big thing missing in my life. I know, and, yes. and uh, uh, Java's in there as a DJ. I know that he misses them desperately. <laughs> Oh, that was the quick run in and run out store. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I need a I need a cord for this. And you know, run in, run out, and you're good. So yeah, we get it, Timothy. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to move on to uh, Weston and uh, Mobile. It's got a crooked floor. How's it going, Weston? Hey, hey, I'm, I'm doing well. How about you guys? Good. What's going on? Uh, so I um, we have a house here in Mobile, my family. And before we owned it, they expanded the kitchen by taking out a wall. And as it turns out, we think that might have been some sort of support wall. Mm-hmm. But there's no problems with the roof. It's just on the floor there in the kitchen, there's like a line that runs across the ground where it just drops for a second. Right. And you said, linoleum splitting. by the way, uh, Weston, you said that there's no problem with the roof. That just means right now. Uh, right if, now. Okay. if that foundation is sinking... Then um, uh, the roof's coming with it eventually. Yeah, no, I don't think no? it, I don't think it was a load bearing. What what I think has happened is it about a two by four width, Weston? Um, yeah, it it almost it almost looks like if you took two sheets of paper and like bent one of them up or one of them down a little bit, it kind of runs. It's yeah. not really like an addition width to it. It's like the floor just split right there. I don't think they did a good job because when they took that wall out, there was a two by four plate there. Oh yeah. I don't think they did a good job filling in where that filling two by plate. four plate was laid. Ooh, mm-hmm. good for you. Um, if it was structural, you should be seeing some, you know, sagging in the in the ceiling at least. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is it a trip hazard? Well, there's there's none of that going on. But like, if I were to try and get that that little spot out of say it is just a plate two by mm-hmm. plate mm-hmm. how would i go about fixing that because i want to tile it's like got linoleum down i want to tile it but i got you do that yeah go go ahead and get a get a get a skill saw or get something and and and, and cut that out but set your blade very thin don't mm-hmm. don't go deeper than your right. than your uh walking right. surface and see what's going on down there it's a, it's a, it would definitely be a homeowner thing. You, you yeah. could do it. You can do that. Yeah. Have you, yeah. have you pulled any of that flooring up at all? No, I, I didn't really want to mess with it until I got an opinion on what was going on there. Cause, um, you know, the people that did it, we don't know who they contracted before sure. we owned the house. So. If they contracted. Sure. Yeah. And you really yeah. don't know what's under there. Until I think it's pretty, it. I think it's pretty, um, I think it's pretty simple fix. I don't. Be, I don't think you've got anything major going on. Could be several levels of floor. You know, more floor on this side sure. than on the other side. That's right. And it's uneven surface. Man, that, that happens way. a lot too. Sure. Good point. Sure. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Weston. I would check that out. But yeah, you're going to have to pull it up and look at it and see how it works. Have to get get down and dirty. Right. All right. Got an email here. Okay. I'm. Uh, here we go. Uh, wait. Did I do this? The LED in the home. The fluorescent light, yeah. Okay, here's a, here's a big one. This one's going to be very technical. I'm in I'm installing pullouts in the empty space yeah. under my stairs. Okay, oh, wow. fantastic use for yes. that space, by the way. The pullouts can be a full 36 inches, and I would like to use under mount drawer slides to maximize my pullout width. Okay, 
how you can long, do that. Yeah, how long of an undermount drawer slide do I need to use? Does it need to be the full 36 inches or can it be 28? Well, it, it depends on how far you want that drawer to come out. That's right. That's a, that's a real simple question. Mm-hmm. I mean, real simple answer. If, In other words, if you build a full 36-inch door uh, or drawer, drawer. Um, it's going to pull out that full 36 inches. Man, that's, have a, that that's a big, big, deep drawer, and I'm... That's a giant uh, drawer. Yeah, you're not you're not going. It would need supports on the back end of that yeah. to hold the drawer up. You know, yeah. honestly. Well, he could build his drawer. He could build his his guides for his drawer box, and and as long as he can get crawl through there, uh, there's got to be some two by fours in there. Right. Uh, may end up building a header or something because the two by fours are closer than thirty six inches. Wow. Angie uh, is asking this in Vicksburg, and I'm thinking, you know what? I wouldn't go so deep on those drawers. Uh, yeah, because you're just going to put more clutter in there. Well, if you if you go deeper on the drawers, what that does is that if you fill the drawers, sure, they become heavy on the back end, sure. which which faces the, makes the drawer uh, to slide. uneven. You know, so and especially since I just did this recently, uh, undermount drawer slides instead of side mount um, are a little more rickety yeah. than a side mount. A They're side not mount. Hold their no, no, a, a bottom is is very difficult to to hold that kind of weight. So, uh, you might, if, you, if you need a drawer that big, you might have too much stuff. Right, you, <laughs> you need think? a closet. <laughs> right, you know. But but you could use some uh, nice hardware there to have them um, push open and oh, magnetize right. clothes and things. All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today is Michelle McAdoo. For Del Moore and Jeff Salmon, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.